Well, the um, documentary film, The Streamline, is a five-episode um, documentary series that um, I have um, uh, authored and, and led and produced um, this year. Um, it, um, it deals with the whole issue of uh, the conflict over and in Jerusalem. Um, it is um, it is a very unique series in the sense that it presents in each and every different um, episode it presents a different angle of that story uh, that most of the time is less known or, or almost unknown to audience, um, including Israelis as well as in the world. And it is all um, actually based upon my insights and lessons as out of my uh, positions and professional background as. Uh, during the 90s, during the years of the Intifada as a deputy and then senior, senior advisor on Arbe first to the mayors of Jerusalem, Teddy Kolek and his successor, Ehud Ulmelt. And so I'm sharing um, different perspectives. I'm uh, meeting different people, uh, both Jews and Arabs. This is an apolitical uh, documentary. It's not about convincing anyone with any kind of narrative. It's just really bringing the different voices and perspectives of that story. And um, as I said, each chapter covers a very unique, different angle uh, of that whole of that whole story. So in the end, the viewer gets um, some very interesting fabric or puzzle uh, of of the whole story of the conflict over and in Jerusalem. And for me, it was very unique for many reasons. But one of the things that I think is very significant, uh, as far as I'm concerned, is that actually I believe that the insights and the perspectives that people get through watching those episodes are actually, you know, they cross time, they cross place. I mean, they could be valid today and tomorrow in, in any other place on, on the world where you have a conflictual situation. So I think it provides a lot of uh, food for thought, as I'm, as I'm saying. So this is roughly speaking the series, the, the same line. On the one hand, every now and again, we've had a few reminders recently, we hear reports of East Jerusalem Palestinians involved in terrorist attacks or being arrested planning a terrorist attack. On the other hand, as Jerusalemites, if we go to the hospitals or the parks or the shopping malls or supermarkets, we do see examples of integration of the two communities. So is coexistence working or failing in Jerusalem? Well, Mark, that's a great question, and actually there are some very interesting uh, perspectives on that specific issue in the in the series. Uh, obviously, I'm you know I'm, I'm meeting with uh, both Jews and Arabs who lives in Jerusalem. They are people of Jerusalem. I I I show how the fabric of coexistence is at the same time possible yet very fragile, and then. You could see the role of people, ordinary people, uh, to be able to actually create or try to create a different and more positive environment for them and for their neighbors, even in times of uh, of tensions and chaos. Um, and so this is one of the most, I would say, this is a very strong element to come across uh, watching that series, because you hear and see the people that are involved in that. And again, we are talking about, you know, ordinary people are, we're not talking about politicians. There are no politicians in this uh, in this um, series. There are no spokespersons. There are you know people that are just ordinary people, Jews and Arabs. So you touch, uh, of course, one of the most significant aspects. And I think that this is, by the way, this is one of the most fascinating 
perspective that come across when you watch the series, and particularly a couple of uh, chapter, chapters of the series, because they bring in the very multidimensional picture of what is called coexistence. When we talk about the seam line in Jerusalem, it's not simply the 1967 old Green Line border, is it, between East and West Jerusalem? Because over the years, Israel has added uh, Palestinian neighborhoods, even a refugee camp to the boundaries, which is now part of Jerusalem. We've had Palestinians moving into what were traditionally Jewish neighborhoods. We've had um, Jews moving into what were traditionally Palestinian neighborhoods. So it's a very complex mishmash, isn't it? If you look at the map particularly, uh, it's not just uh, the old green line. Yes, that's that's a very accurate observation. You know, one of the things I'm saying in the opening part of the series, I'm saying um, before you, you know, before we embark on our journey, I'm saying Jerusalem has many seam lines. It's, it seems like between communities and within communities. Um, these are seam lines that are domestic, but also regionally. So in that regard, you are very correct. I mean, and there are many different aspects of that seam line. That's the why, that's the, the reason, by the way, we called that, that series the seam line, uh, because actually what we are showing is the many layers of that issue that is called seam line. Um, so it's definitely one of the major themes of that uh, of that series. So the premiere will be on uh, Wednesday night at the Jerusalem uh, Begin Center. Um, for viewers, for listeners who won't be able to make that, can they watch this uh, documentary series any other way? I believe it will be available um, as a recording, uh, but again, I'm not so sure uh, because I have to check it with the Begin Center. I course hope that people could attend uh, you know it's open to the public though you have to register in advance uh, because there is a restricted um, number of places so um, it's going to be as you say this Wednesday on January 17th uh, we have a nice reception at 6 30 in the evening at the begging center uh, and then at 7 30 we start the screening uh, followed by some sort of discussion and Q and A um, if people want to come and um, please they need to go to the site of the begging center to register and to reserve seats.